Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Faith Christian Podcast. At Faith Christian, our purpose is to help people find and follow Jesus. For more information about Faith Christian, check out our website, fccnp.org, or stop by on a Sunday morning. We'd love to meet you. Now we hope you enjoy this recent teaching from Faith Christian Church. Happy anniversary, church. Faith Christian, it's great to be here today. Yeah. And feel free, to, if you need to move your chairs around, we are good. I didn't mean to get a little reclumped there. Pardon me. Um, wow. <laughs> That's probably not the only time that happens today. Um, we are uh, just thrilled uh, that you are here with us. Uh, thanks for those of you who are tuning in online, uh, making this celebration a part of your weekend and uh, what we're doing together today. Uh, we began this celebration back in April. Um, April, the month of April, that marked the 25th anniversary of the church. That's when the church started, was 25 years ago this past spring. And we began the celebration then with an event just like kind of what you're doing right now. We end the celebration today because today, uh, this weekend, the second weekend, the second Sunday of November, marks the 13th year, 13 years ago this particular weekend, is when we moved into this facility here on Pleasant Valley Road. So that's kind of the, the bookends, and we want you to know that. And so we are thrilled that we get to celebrate together celebrate 25 years of faith christian celebrate 25 years of helping people find and follow jesus tuscarawas county and around the, the the nation across the nation and around the world it has been the honor of my life um, that for almost 18 of those 25 years you have allowed me the privilege to stand before you and teach god's word and uh I especially appreciate the grace you showed me the first several years when I was just learning how to do this. Um, maybe, maybe it's a little better now than it was then. Don't tell me if it, if it isn't. Um, it's been my honor to, to get to, to teach you about Jesus. And, uh, but the church is not about me. 
church is not just about you. It's not, as we've said so many times the last 10 weeks, the church is not a building. The church is not a service. The church is the people of Jesus who meet together and who move together, who assemble together to worship our Lord together and who encourage one another in following Jesus. And then we go from this place as the hands and feet of Jesus, moving through our community, moving around the world, gathering and moving the name of Jesus as his hands and feet in the community. And it has been my honor to have been, to, to continue to be a part of that gathering, to continue to be a part of that movement, that I get to be a part of a community that includes you. And that together we are continuing to make a difference here in Tuscarawas County. One of the things that makes a great church is the people. You look around this room, and let's just do a little show of hands. How many of you were here 25 years ago? Not here, but how many of you were a part of this church 25 years ago? Just show of hands. We got a smattering of you. How many of you have been here longer than I've been here? You started coming to church here before I was the preacher here. Yeah, another smattering. How many of you, just, I think I'm just curious, how many of you, when the first time you walked in the door, I was already here? Just that gives us a good time frame. Yeah, that's kind of about half, which is kind of cool. About half of us were here on both sides. We've been here different amounts of times, but the thing that makes this church great is these people. The people, no matter if we were here day one or we're here, or today is your day one, that we are here together. You look around, there are people here today who have poured their lives into this gathering of Jesus' people, this community of Jesus' people. You have poured your resources, your emotions, your, in some cases, literal blood, sweat, and tears into this place, your love to make this church what it is today. And to each one of you who calls yourself a part of Faith Christian Church, I want to say to you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of something that is bigger than you. Thank you for your commitment to this congregation, to this movement, this gathering of Jesus' people. Thank you for your dedication. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for the way you've modeled love and mercy to my children. Thank you for the way that you love Jesus. When I was a kid, um, a lot of you know this about me, I grew up in a preacher's home. And if you, and, and my kids will attest to this, because living in the preacher's home is a little weird. It's, it's a kind of a weird place to be. And my sister and I would sometimes, I, I don't know if I should admit this or not, but sometimes we would play church. You know how you play school or you play house or whatever. We would play church, and we'd take turns being the one to lead the singing. Back in those days, you'd, you had somebody did this and led the singing, we'd lead the singing, and some of us would, one of us would preach, and we'd pound the desk, you know, or the dresser, just like Dad would pound the pulpit, because that's the way we did it back then. And sometimes even when we'd play church, we'd, we'd sneak some... Uh, well, some Kool-Aid and some crackers and have communion. And sometimes when we play church, we'd get to the, if we were at the swimming pool or maybe at the lake, we'd baptize each other. <laughs> yeah, we did, yeah. Sometimes the person wanted to get baptized. <laughs> sometimes they didn't, that's what made it fun too, right? Sometimes we do that. Here's what I've learned in 30-some years of doing ministry, of 50 years of being around churches. There's a lot of people in a lot of churches that know how to play church. It's not just children that play church. And I'm so thankful that I have been for 18 years now a part of a church that doesn't just play church. That we don't just go through motions. We don't just perform ritual, empty ritual. 
that we are the hands and feet of Jesus. And for that, I thank you. And to, to, I guess to really show how that's happened, we want to tell a few stories today. Some stories of people who have made Faith Christian the place and the community that it is. Now, there's no way that we could tell all of the stories. We would be here for like, literally 25 years to tell all of the stories of all the people. Uh, but we have asked four of our leaders here at Faith Christian to tell us a story about someone who has made this place special to them. Someone who has made this place what it is to them. And the people that they're going to talk about, um, three of them have already gone to heaven. Three of them are already there waiting at the front of the gates for us to join them. One is still around. He's unfortunately not able to be with us today. But we want to hear these stories. And so we're gonna, I'm going to have you direct your attention to the screen for several minutes now. And as four of our leaders tell you stories of four, four, just four, <laughs> there, there's hundreds, but just four of the people who have made this church the wonderful, special place that it is. So I can go ahead and fire, fire those up. My name is Brian Flood. I'm the executive minister here at Faith Christian Church. And I had the privilege of being called here in November of 1999 to serve um, on staff at Faith Christian Church. I was introduced to Doughton McInturb when we were going through the interview process. Doughton came up to me and he introduced himself as the visitation minister for Faith Christian. After I was hired and started working here, Doughton would go on all of the hospital visits with me. Whenever we had early morning sur surgeries, he would want to go. He had a list of all of our um, people in the church that were 40 and over, and we went and visited every one of those and sat in their house. I always remember those early morning surgeries. I would pick Doughton up at his house, and as he would come out and get in my car, he would throw a sweet roll at me and say, here, eat this. I don't want you to be grumpy. Oftentimes when we were driving home from surgeries, we'd stop at um, a restaurant to eat. One thing I always knew about Doughton, though, no matter what we did, we always had to stop for ice cream. And Doughton knew every ice cream place in Northeast Ohio. I always wondered when I first came here about Doughton and why he wanted to go out on all of these visits with me. Sometimes I wondered if it was, he was wondering if I really knew how to visit. Other times I thought, well, maybe he's just trying to make sure that I really was doing the visiting. But the more I spent time with Doughton, the more I got to know Doughton, I realized what he was really doing was taking a young minister under his wing, and he was mentoring that young minister. In fact, I think Doughton knew the importance of mentoring long before it became a buzzword in the church circles. Doughton spent time investing in me. A couple of things I learned about Doughton McIntyre. One, he had great pride in Faith Christian Church. He had a great pride in our buildings. Our first building over on Beaver Avenue, his son, Jan McIntyre, helped broker the deal to get us into that building and to get us to be able to have a home. And this present building that we sit in today, Doughton's other son, uh, Michael McInturf, was the architect that designed the building. But Doughton understood that the church was more than a building. The church was its people. 
And that is the one thing I know about Dalton. He loved people. I can say that I am a much better minister because of all of the hours that I spent with Dalton McInturf. The love that he shared, the fun times we had, the jokes that we shared, the ice cream cones, and the ice cream sundaes, and the ice cream shakes that we ate. One of the greatest gifts that I was given was during the month of July 2019. I got to walk those final days with Doughton before he passed from this life into eternity. On July 26, 2019, I walked into the room at Truman House down at Community Hospice with Sonny and Jan and Michael and much of the other family, and we said our goodbyes to Doughton. But we know that our goodbyes were only temporary because he had left a legacy for each and every one of us, a legacy of family, a legacy of church, a legacy of love, and a legacy of giving to others. Doughton, I thank you for all that you taught us. And today I stand on this foundation that you helped create, this foundation of a church where we love people and where we show them the love of God. Hi, my name is Greg McIntyre. I've been blessed to be a part of this church family since its inception. By the grace of God, this church formed, gathered 25 years ago. And God has blessed us immensely. One huge blessing has been a man named Ron Pruitt. Ron has been a true mentor of mine over the years. He was instrumental in the transition of the Beaver Avenue property. There were countless projects, um, too numerous to, to uh, repeat. That old building with the trim, paint, roof, uh, built walls for classrooms, uh, stages, props, repairs, you name it. Ron was doing it, or he was heavily involved. He loved to paint. Uh, if you pointed out a trim piece that didn't come together, he'd fill it in with caulk and paint over it and say, good as new. Ron was instrumental in the early planning of our current location. He was there every day, overseeing virtually every aspect of the construction process. That's a lot of time invested and a lot of appreciation. Ron and I worked uh, quite well together as long as I listened to him and paid and did what he wanted me to do. We teased each other about stealing each other's tools. He always wanted to look at my tool bag just to make sure I didn't have them in there. One day I mentioned a junk drill bit that I was using. It was dull. We were in a project and the next day he shows up with a full set of new drill bits. That was Ron Pruitt. I have a lot of stories that I promised Ron that I would not say on camera. Not saying I won't say them some other time. All I can say is, Ron, you nailed it. Hi, my name is Charity Wall. Um, I have been here about 22 years now. 
she was just great, giving us great insight, um, the best little nuggets of wisdom we got when she would say things under her breath so those of us close to her could hear what she was saying. I was brand new to the area, new to the church. Um, she'd been walking with Jesus longer than I had even physically been walking, but she was always there to share a little something with me, um, to give a listening ear, a smile, um, even some words of advice when I needed to hear them. My favorite mem memory of Regine is when I announced to the group that Tom was being deployed to Iraq. Here I was pregnant with Brad, it's a pretty emotional day. After the study, I looked over and all the little older ladies were talking and looking back at me and talking and looking back at me. I was like, I don't know what these ladies are up to, but it can't be good. And then they finally fessed up. They were trying to figure out how to break both his knees so he wouldn't have to deploy. <laughs> I'm like, both knees? Like one would probably do it, ladies, I'm pretty sure. How was he gonna explain that? I could just see him being jumped after church by this little group of old ladies, but I, I could see him doing it. My favorite memory, just the wisdom um, that she loved to share, and I'm glad that she shared some of it with me. Dan and Joe West were charter members here at Faith Christian. Dan was one of our founding elders. Dan was really an elder to the elders. Although he was a man of relatively short physical stature, he was somebody that we all looked up to, even though he himself, because of his humility, would look down on no one. Dan was a man of prayer. Dan was a man of peace. If ever there was a conflict, Dan would be the peacemaker, trying to bring people together. Dan didn't talk a lot in meetings, but when he did, people really listened because his words were full of wisdom. Recently, Larry uh, preached a sermon on the biblical character of Barnabas. And as Larry was talking and I was listening to it, I was thinking, that was Dan. Dan was, was our Barnabas. He was our encourager. He was our son of encouragement. Even when his physical health made it impossible for him to continue as an active elder, he was still there. He was still behind the scenes, praying for us, encouraging us, spurring us along. He encouraged us with his, with his life, with the, the dignity and the grace that he handled that illness. I think as long as there's a faith Christian church, as long as there's a group of people here encouraging one another and helping people find and follow Jesus. As long as that takes place, Dan's legacy will live on. Well, my thanks to uh, everyone who helped present those, to uh, Noah and Kara for getting those uh, videos recorded and for Kara doing all the editing and make those delightful for us to, uh, to watch and just hear some of those stories. Um, I, I hope that you understand that the stories of, of, of the people is what makes this place so special. And I hope that over the next uh, hour or so, as we uh, continue this, this day together um, through the service and over lunch, that you will uh, take time to share some of the stories of folks that, uh, so, some of your memories of what this church was and where you've been and uh, what, what we've done. Maybe recently, maybe some of those memories from way, way back. Uh, again, there's pictures out on the wall in the atrium you can look at on the screens, the video screens out in the atrium. Uh, there are some pictures of uh, some of, uh, kind of our in memoriam, if you will, uh, some of our uh, loved ones who have gone on before us 
and we just wanted to honor them. So many of them had such an important part making Faith Christian um, what it is and who it is. It's, it's been a lot of fun to celebrate this uh, anniversary together, and I think that you would agree with me that there are a lot of reasons to celebrate. Um, but if we gather here today and we eat our donuts and we sing our songs and we eat our lunch, that's all we're doing today is eating, by the way, uh, eat our lunch, um, and we just kind of look at it and say, man, the best was the, the past was great uh, the, the past was wonderful it's all downhill from now that wouldn't be much of a celebration would it that wouldn't be much of a day worth celebrating uh, as a matter of fact if this it'd be kind of like um this past month this last month uh, in october uh, my wife megan and i celebrated our 23rd wedding anniversary right she's put up with me for 23 years <laughs> If I would have gotten a card from my wife on our anniversary that said something like, thanks for the last 23 years, it's all downhill from here, that would not have been much worth celebrating, right? That would not have been a great anniversary. Well, I believe that the best is yet to come, both in our marriage um, and in the life of Faith Christian Church. But just like a healthy marriage, I can't do it alone. I can't do it by myself. If, if a marriage only has one partner who is committed to the relationship, only one partner who is working to make the relationship stronger and better, and one person in the marriage finds themselves kind of isolated on an island trying to hold it all together by themselves, that marriage is doomed to fail, isn't it? And you know that. It's a guarantee. Well, the future of this church, I believe, is the same way. We've gotten to where we are, to be able to celebrate 25 years because of the faithfulness and the dedication of so many people. And the only way we move forward to the next season, the next 25 years, the only way we move forward is with the continued and renewed and new dedication and faithfulness of each one of us who is a part of this gathering of Jesus' people. When the Apostle Paul writes to us about how to be a part of the church, in several different places in the New Testament, he uses the analogy of a human body. Well, let me show you a couple. This is Romans chapter 12, where Paul writes this. Just as our bodies have many parts, and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. Will you read this next sli slide out loud with me? Let's finish this verse. Let's read it together. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other do me a favor turn to the person next to you turn to somebody at the table behind you look at them and say go ahead and do this say you need me yeah go ahead that feels good doesn't it tell them you need me yeah paul says so you need me you need me now now also now now turn to him and say i need you it's because there's a two-way street here i need you go ahead i need you we are many parts of one body. We all belong to each other. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Paul takes the same metaphor. He, he embellishes it a little bit. He, he, he stretches it out a little bit. Listen to what he says in, in 1 Corinthians 12. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is. Oh, I love this. So it is with the body of Christ. He goes on. Some of us are Jews. Some are Gentiles. Some are slaves. Some are free. But... We have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, 
and we all share the same spirit. What Paul is reminding us here is what I've been saying from this platform for the last 10 weeks, that the church is not a building, and the church is not a service. The church is the body of Christ, the hands and the feet of Jesus. I think I've said this every week for the last 10 weeks, but let me say it again. We are more than a building. Yeah, we meet in a building. We are more than one hour on Sunday morning. Yeah, we get together for an hour on Sunday morning. We are the body of Christ. And what Paul wants us to understand, what Paul wants us to know, what Paul wants us to live out, is that now that Jesus is physically gone from the planet, he's not on the planet and not in the world anymore, now that Jesus is physically gone, that the church, the church is now the physical embodiment of Jesus to the world. Of all that Jesus is, that's what the church now is. The hands and feet of Jesus. The mercy, the grace, the love, the tenderness, the hands that bring healing, the lips that bring good news, the words that bring hope and comfort. That's what the church is. Paul goes on in 1 Corinthians 12. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I like it, I love this, he gets a little silly. I like silly. If the foot says, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not a hand, does that make it any less a part of the body? And if the ear says, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less a part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? Here's Paul's point. Not only is every part of your body important, but every part of your body is needed. Same thing's true in the church. Not only is every body important, but every body is needed for the church to be what it is. For the body to work properly, for the church to to be the hands and feet and compassion and mercy of Jesus in Tuscarawas County, that everybody is needed for the body to work properly. Verse 18, he says, But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. When you decide to follow Jesus, you are baptized into Jesus, you have a role. You have a part in this body. Think about that for a second. It's kind of humbling to think about it. If you if just consider for a moment that God has been orchestrating, <clears throat> putting the right people in the right place at the right time to play the right role to do the right thing. Isn't that kind of humbling? That he's got you in mind for that. That he has a dream, that God has a, has a vision in his mind for what he wants to see <clears throat> the body of Christ do in Tuscarawas County through Faith Christian Church, through you, and through the part that you play in this body. And when you say something like, well, I can't do it, or I don't want to do it, or I'm not good enough to do it, or I'm too good for that, the body of Christ suffers. Verse 19, how strange a body would be if it only had one part. Imagine giant ears just walking around. <laughs> yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. 
The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. Don't miss this. Just because you don't know what your role is, just because you don't know what your part of the body is, doesn't mean that you don't have one. Just because there are things that you think you can't contribute, doesn't mean that you can. Just because you think there are roles around this place that are beneath you, doesn't mean that they are. Everyone is important, and everyone is needed. That's my sermon in a sentence. That's my charge for Faith Christian Church for the next 25 years. That every single one of you is a, an important part of this body. And every single one of you is needed. Everyone is important. And everyone is needed. I've got an old, uh, old uh, quote. I, I've, I've shared this with you a couple times before, but I love this, love this little line. It just says this. Snowflakes are frail, but if enough of them stick together, they can stop traffic. That's a pretty good metaphor for the church, isn't it? We may be frail, but when enough of us stick together, something amazing can happen. So together, let me ask. Together, body, family, gathering of Jesus' people, what does the next 25 years look like? What do the next 25 years look like? Because I believe that the right people are in the right place at the right time to continue to help people find and follow Jesus. Let me leave you with a great question that I came across just a few years ago. It's a little rhyme that goes like this. What would my church be if every member was just like me? What would my church be if, if every member was just like me? I think that's a great question for each one of us to ask ourselves as we look towards the next 25 years of Faith Christian. If every person who is a part of this church were as committed to Jesus' commands to, to go and love God and love people, if everyone was as committed as I am, what would the church look like? If every person in the church were as generous as me, if every person in the church were as faithful as me, what would my church be? If every member was just like me. Let me pray for you. Father, we thank you for bringing us to this moment today to bringing us to 25 years of faithful men and women and students and children making a difference in this community, making a difference in the lives of one another. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness as we have followed you. We thank, for, we thank you for your faithfulness in guiding us and giving us this community to be a part of. And we pray, Father, that you would find us faithful to you, following you, fulfilling your command to love God and to love people. And by participating as the body, the hands, and the feet of Jesus in this community. Father, find us faithfully following you.